0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of the Apex show. I guess I should start calling it the early morning or the late night show with Jacob Barsic because I'm again recording it at... Half past one. Never mind. Um, Yeah, I just had a few ideas uh, that I want to share with you in terms of productivity, integrity, and maybe even what I learned kind of from my failures. Uh, Today, it's more of an unstructured episode where I just really have a few ideas in my mind and want to share them with you, um, so that you can take action on them and you don't really need to repeat the same mistakes that I did. And even in terms of everything, reading through some material, even like interesting incidents happening in the world, such as the firing of some altman from OpenAI. Um, maybe just to start with that, that was kind of new information for me. Um, even just reading the information or the reasons why they were supposed to fire him from the CEO position of one of the most innovative companies in the entire world was kind of interesting just to observe that. And from my perspective, uh Even AI and like like the the speed of, of acceleration of everything is just so freaking fast. If I, if I just compare this world to the world that was ten years ago, I mean it can hardly be compared in any comprehensible way. Ten years ago, nothing was here. I mean like uh, if you ten years ago was 2013, iPhone 5 was there, and like even smartphones, everything was way slow. Uh, the, the fastest internet connection, the wireless connection was 3G. Um, everything was so freaking slow. Information wasn't so re- well organized as, as it is now. And now even have an AI um, like organization in terms of if you really look at it from like um, the perspective of, of, of the progress that we are making, we're going from unstructured to structured, we are going from more unhealthy to healthy. And essentially, like, yeah, there are many people or many entrepreneurs are already solving these things but what's actually now is that there's so many huge opportunities for other people to come and just make or solve certain problems that other people didn't really solve before Uh, but just to get back to the case of Sam Altman and his firing he was even the founder of the company Uh, I mean I guess it was forthcoming Um, I mean it's, it's very hard to say because companies are just, just so innovative in, in, in this way and just even they were kind of criticized for just spreading open AI to the future, uh, to the like to the wide public and e- even in the future it's just very hard to observe and even like it, it, maybe even think about this that um like now AI everyone knows that it exists it exists the last year but before that maybe even like 7 years ago you had these guys like Stephen Hawking and, and just all of these very very smart people f- speaking about ai and the risks that it could possibly pose to the civilization as it, as it is and back then even you know in, even in terms of me is like i didn't really take them that much serious because ai was just like this one big concept of of something that actually could be more intelligent than you and you couldn't really grasp that, it was just like, okay, science fiction, whatever, like, space rockets, and sp- flying to the universe, and colonizing other planets, whatever, um, that kind of science fiction, but on the other hand, like, now, the last year, even, like, you can speak to that person, you can, um, to that person, you can speak with that thing, I guess, that's the right word, how you can say that, uh, right, word. how you can describe that, so, that was kind of, like, just, just very interesting to see how, how fast it's going, but that, uh, Even in terms of this, like, okay, it's going fast. But the point that many people are missing that it's going to be even faster, like the progress. Because if you look at the world as as it is right now, uh, the amount of AI tools, everything, uh, how much people are more productive in terms of how much output they can create with, with the resources that they have. I've been doing some research for on AI in terms of how it has enhanced productivity in different departments because that was a part of my project that I'm currently working on a presentation in school, and yeah, I mean, like the improvements of productivity are just like so huge. Nothing, nothing, essentially, really nothing. In the last ten years, has posed such a great impact to the productivity of all the people out there in working in companies as as the introduction of free AI. Even if you just boil it down to the most simple thing, um, the chatbots like ChatGPT. I mean, that's it. Our friends of mine are working for big companies and they are using that for coding, uh, and I, even like me, I'm using that for a lot of things in business. Like okay, just. Uh, generate idea, ideas or if I'm really trying to figure out, okay, how should I structure this plan, this proposal, this whatever. I just I just essentially use AI and it's, it's so powerful. And with all people I've been speaking, of, it's just like so freaking powerful. But actually, now the really big question is, that, okay, what will happen in the next five years? Uh, the rate of progress will be even faster, which means that like all the people who have been working so freaking good until now with all the technology that they have, they will be just able to produce much faster, much more. And even in terms of acquiring uh, technology today, I just bought so much. <laughs> I just bought so many different gadgets. I even told you that I want to just upgrade my work desk and work table and everything else. Today was the day. Um, that's maybe the reason why I'm like, kind of recording this a bit later, because I, I was just even in a different country, just shopping for different kind of gadgets. Um, long story short, I have a new chair, super excited and uh, I'm going to have a new table and monitor and like just some different kind of gadgets, even DSLR for my webcam. So just different kind of things that are going to help me produce more value. And I like really need to kick myself to finish those 100 videos that I plan for you until the end of the year. Really excited about that. And with that being said, even in terms of the AI and um, yeah, it's just going to be very interesting to observe how much, is going to be here in the next five years and in terms of like just looking at it if it's good if it's bad if you look at it that how many problems we have how much yeah how many problems have we solved as a humanity in the last 20 20 years yeah we've created so much freaking problems we've created new problems by solving the old problems uh but at the same time like just how many problems have we have we solved uh that's the that's that's the first question then the second question is that how much value have we freaking create how much wealth have we created? not in terms of monetary that some people could freaking rage about that at the other hand like even in terms of china china went from a rural country to being one of the biggest tech hubs in the world i have a friend that that's there i'm chatting with him every single day because he's in the tech industry and we're just communicating on a very short um i mean like pretty much every single day and he even sent me some uh, some pictures from the from one of those cities, like a city that has thirty million million people living inside and I've never heard of heard of it before because there're just so many different big huge, absolutely humongous cities in the u s uh in in China that you've never heard before, but they're just so innovative like these those cities are way more way more modern than the u than the u s as it is like no homeless people you have. Um, like just these big clean skyscrapers, they're nice airports. I mean you get just even from the photos even the front I mean, it's just something that can really be compared u uh, s can be compared to a a developing country when you compare it to China or uh, maybe certain yeah certain aspects but back in in terms of the AI and just how I really see it is that um in terms of like can it pose some danger maybe um I mean for sure. Uh, if you really think about that, that we were just creating something that's going to be way smarter than than us, than we could ever have been and we could ever be, then this kind of poses um, a really big question about, okay, how are we essentially just going to tackle it? Uh, but uh, even if you, on the other hand, like maybe from a more negative perspective, if you have a chance of something very bad happening, for example, 1%, and this chance or this this chance stays constant um, throughout a long enough period of time. Then it's inevitable that this thing eventually will occur, based on statistical probability, which it kind of makes sense. So this kind of like just really brings the question of if something that like that will happen, will bad with I am like yeah, I'm just not sure, and I really feel that. Um, thinking in advance could be could be really great but on the other hand just how many different kind of beneficial things can it bring like advances in medicine you can solve so many different problems because you can just like have so much more computational power than scientists themselves would be able to to have on the other hand you have um, even in construction that okay imagine this like essentially all these different things that you are currently solving right now they will be in 10 years in a way different place like for example you're you're an architect and you're designing a, uh, um, like a home, and now you'll you'll just use ChatGPT or some other software and essentially like that home. Like imagine if you have like a design software similar to ChatGPT, and now you're just okay. Now you're editing an, an essay and you just take the essay and you put it into ChatGPT and like maybe ask the ChatGPT to rewrite it so that it has higher register or so that so that it sounds more formal so that it's it's more funny whatever and imagine that in 10 years, this is not 10 years, maybe it's here already, I'm just not sure, I'm definitely sure that it's going to be here in the next three or four years, imagine that you're an architect or that you're a person that's just curious about building a house for you, like for yourself, and now you just like okay, you just open this special app and you just right there, like I really want to build a house, it should have one floor and I want to make the um, like walls fixed so that there's enough iso- uh, insulation so that I don't really spend that much money on energy and whatever. And then you just specify the dimensions. I want 3 bedrooms. rooms, I want this there. And then you just press enter and th- that thing immediately generates you multiple different ideas and then you just select the one that you like. And then you maybe you say, okay, I would just like this room to be bigger and I would I made my mind. I just want to remove this this room, and I also want to include their indoor indoor pool because why not? And indoor gym that should be um, like for example, yeah. Besides garage, because I don't really want to disturb other guests who will be in the house when I will be working out. And you just do it like this, and like you, throughout few few iterations, and then once you will be satisfied with this, then you just you just like press enter, and immediately that app will generate you. Like statistical calculations, which were before that before done by st- statisticians, um, and the best plan, it even like creates a whole plan for you for construction. Um, I mean, like this is a, maybe a big bigger vision, but I mean, look where if we, we even didn't know that AI would exist so so freaking fast, and that's the same thing. Like this could happen. On the other hand, like you can apply apply this to anything else. Like what are the re- real limits to AI? Um, even in terms of generating websites, like currently, we, I'm doing that. I was I'm doing that for many years now. Like just really working with web, web, websites and Khan tells you that I want to develop this website and then should have like we we're going to be selling this product, we we're going to be doing that, uh, those kind of uh traffic and et cetera, et cetera. And if you like, what are the really the limits? You just uh, if there will be an app that you will will just come kind of like. You're you're just gonna write there that okay I want this type type of campaign and um like just you're essentially that app could create the whole campaign for you just copy paste or even like just run the whole campaign for you like what are the real limits and restrictions the actual the fact that if you look at it, us as humans and you maybe like us as humans and and ChatGPT or essentially any other entity AI entity out there works on the same concept and that's feedback loop, feedback loops. What feedback loops means is that um, if you make a mistake or if you make something that wasn't fully identical with what you wanted to create, then you receive feedback. And based on that feedback, you do things better in the the future. Um, And for you to be able to do uh, to take feedback and to, to to take feedback and to learn you need to do more mistakes I and mean, what is essentially the thing the computational power is the thing here because you can't you you are a human being you just can't work all around the clock even if you want you will get tired very fast and you just like you just can make a certain small amount of, pro- or like, just mistakes in a very short period period of time. Whereas an AI, artificial intelligence, it can compute mo on it can compute thousands and thousands of uh, different kind of problems within a very short period of time. So that the speed at which it learns is just so freaking fast, and that's the thing that's that's gonna be making the most difference here is that. Uh, even the progress of AI is going to be there so freaking fast. Like everything, what we're currently working on, it's going to be solved way faster. If we will kind of get to the point where we will get AI into like real world world in terms of maybe like robots or something like that, like that's going to be the next level in terms of, of this whole thing, because then... There's even this concept of basic standard income. I'm not sure if it's like that. That's the right word for that, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's that. And it, it's a concept that once AI will take over, uh, will just pretty much every single human will just <laughs> just receive certain income for, um, um, like every single month from the government or for whatever, because everything will be taken care of. Like robots will be creating food, robots will be fishing, robots, like, everything will be standardized, and. Yeah, I guess like we're just entering entering the realm of huge possibilities. Like the amount of progress that we can make in even in the next five years, next ten years, is way huger, way way more significant than all the progress we've made in the last ten years, fifteen years. Like, just such a breakthroughs are can happen here. Even like some scientists are this might sound sci-fi, but like solving real problems in terms of death, death, like <laughs> essentially me- meaning that if you don't kill yourself, not like don't do something with your body that would terminate your existence, then you could live indefinitely. Um, because if you really think about like passing away, then that's just a process of your body, like like just. Imagine it's like car breaking down, like your engine stops running, and that's the reason why the car breaks down. That's the that's the same thing. And if you just stop the engine from breaking down, then you are able to extend it or anything, um, pretty much until like if you repair the parts of car or just find a system how the car could repair itself, then you're pretty much golden. And that's one thing. And then there's like one one another thing. It's it's kind of maybe also sci-fi, but I was very. Uh, maybe even for like five or six years, um, it was something that really excited me all the time was either solar energy or just like really going solar on um, maybe fusion and just solving different kind of kinds of energy problems. But at the same time, really going in terms of food generation, mainly meat generation, because if you think about that, like, <laughs> okay, did we as humans, we did really bad things in terms of uh, one, one, one to each other, like fought wars, and many weird things happened between each. Between each other, but the amount of animals that are being slaughtered every single year just for us to be able to eat—it's just inhumane. Like, just the amount of animals that are slaughtered within one month—I guess it's way higher Like this, this number is way higher than all the people that have ever suffered from wars or anything else. Mm, which kind of takes this into perspective. So the best thing here is that. I guess uh, there's this concept of like growing meat on petri, petri dishes, which, which is a genetical mutation that you actually just take stem cells from cow, which means like the cow lifts, you just like uh, take a syringe and it's the similar as if the doctor is taking your blood. So you take those blood cells from a cow, the cow is completely all, all right. And then you just put the stems on a petri dish, you, s- you somehow mix it up, you put some growth elements there, which are, which are also, like, um, I'm not sure if that's glucose or if that's something else. And by chemical reactions, you're able to get, um, like, within a few days, you're able to grow a piece of meat on a, on a petri dish, like, out of thin air, out of, like, glucose or out, out of whatever else. <laughs> I mean, like, like, no cow have suffered. The meat tastes completely the same. It looks completely the same. Uh, with the technologies getting better and better. Uh, you're able to like 100% satisfied that the meat is without any like bad things inside that. And you can even modify the components. Like you want the high fat, you want low fat. And this is like technology that already exists. I'm not speaking about something that's going to like futuristic. This is technology that's already going mainstream in the US. And like my version for this, like essentially like really eliminate farming in terms of farming animals. Like, that should be a niche within the next maybe 20 years. That should be a niche. Uh, And yeah, that's one thing. And then also education. Like, okay, creation of standardized education. And yeah like many different things and but then you are essentially just getting back to the same point, like yeah, the progress will be getting faster and faster when I'll be eight years old, I'll just look at the world and like just touch my head the same way my eight year old eighty three year old grandfather touches his head when he was born in nineteen forty and um one of his first memories was how he was living in an occupied village in western part of slovakia where i come from where there were russians and germans fighting each other where that he remembers that and he like one of those memories he told me like he he didn't really like he was just a young guy he was playing with his friends even though there was war going on and people were shooting each other and he just found a bullet like uh like ammunition and, and like he he was like okay let's play with this so he took a hammer and he just started like hitting the hitting the Hitting the piece of ammo until it exploded, and hurt it. uh, It like really hurt his his hand. It like it messed up his hand. So then he was uh, take like for a week or so. He was uh, in a hospital in a German hospital, and he was taken care of by the German uh, by the German. Medics, so, I mean, like, those are memories that he personally told me, which is kind of great. But, I mean, look at his life. Like, he was born in the age of, like, war and destruction. And, like, I mean, nothing was essentially, the technology wasn't really that advanced in 1940. Computer wasn't there. Internet wasn't there. I and mean, I just come here and, like, freaking artificial intelligence speaking with a computer. Everyone is looking into screens, even though screens didn't exist back then. Everything was analog. It's just, like, can't really be compared. And, like, at least, like, I imagine that that what my grandfather experienced throughout his lifetime will be, like, I will experience at least 1,000x that. And my children, like, 1 million, 1 billion that. Um, Because the amount of progress I will be able to make if everything goes right will be just stellar in terms of like just looking at this from a perspective like it's very important to identify the constraints of growth like currently we're growing as crazy even if like we just continue this space and like there are certain things that we need to i guess as a society solve, which are wars and just these different things that are not really taking us anywhere and just like okay uh, fighting for pixel lands i guess like I, I just like don't really care if if like i should I should be a Russian or I should be a Slovakian, I should be an Austrian, I'm just like freaking living in this world. <laughs> Why should I care about uh just fighting each other for a piece of land that I personally won't never own and like it, it just like doesn't really make sense and it doesn't really go anywhere at all as well. So that's the one thing and um yeah, and then I guess like education is the most important thing. If you think about that, that like The utilization of the workforce, which means the utilization of all the minds that we have in the world, is currently very low. This is going to be solved partially by AI because AI is going to replenish all. uh, If AI is going to start learning faster and it's going to even speed up more more the feedback loops that that it's currently getting, then it's going to get into a much deeper phase of like it's a kind of like the acceleration of that will continue much faster and it's going to become the super artificial intelligence in terms of being way smarter than all the humanity combined um it can be good on the other hand, it can be very bad I guess uh but at the same time I guess just um yeah then there need definitely need to be some contingencies that's just to take care of that then what are the second yeah like second thoughts like definitely education you have like i've been to africa um in two week, two one and a half years ago rural africa tanzania you just go there people are just living in slums mud huts and you speak with those people and what are their goals and they're just working hard and i was speaking to one tour guide and he was just telling me that he would just does everything he can in order to help him his kids to get into private school, because if they get into private school, they learn English, and if they learn English, they can just achieve something in life. And if you look at that, like, I mean, if we just help those people there and get their living standards on the position, for example, as people living in Europe and and others that they just like, I mean, look, it's just like one person becoming super wealthy, rich Uh, versus millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people getting their basic needs or getting to a basic income of, let's say like 2,000 bucks a month on average um, and just like working a normal job, I I guess like that's super great. That that would be just the next step. I mean, we we don't really need to be perfect yet, yet. We are just going to get there. And even in terms of like owning stuff and me personally owning stuff, I I hate to own stuff because it just... (laughs) poses so much limitation on me and even in terms of like owning a car i'll be selling um my car that i own and um until the end of the year and I, it's just the reason why i just don't want to own that and even in terms of future i guess one of my colleagues from the university where i studied he founded a company a few years a few years ago i don't know who is him personally but i know his story and the company here in europe i mean it's already all around europe it's, it's just like a short ride sharing app. It's something like Uber. I just love it. Uber. It's just so great within five minutes you can have anyone here you know how much you pay it's just so great using the car on the other hand even if if you wanna like kind of like want a car, then the second thing you can actually do is um like that that company that my kind of friend has he has Tesla's like a huge fleet of Teslas hundreds of Teslas. And then if you want a car, you can just simply rent it, like rent rent a Tesla, but not that you need to sign legal documents, but you just open an app. And similarly, as you have these scooters, electric scooters that you're taking, you actually take a car and then you park it and you travel how many, like, regardless, you can go wherever you want. want. And I just feel like, okay, this is fucking freedom. Um, This is freaking freedom. You can do whatever you want. in terms of like you you're not responsible for the car, you have all the upsides you don't you have limited downsides, which means that you don't really need to take care of the maintenance of all the things that really just just are on your mind all the whole time and the best thing is that like the util- utilization of the vehicles is maximized, which means that uh there even in the future, there won't really need to be that many vehicles because if you look at cars all the day like throughout the day, they're just primarily. Just sitting on a parking lot the entire day and just being used for just a fraction of time. On the other hand, if you have like fully utilized um, cars, then it's gonna be great. So I guess like this is the future. Even Uber is being funded by, I'm, I'm not even sure how many rounds of funding, hundreds of millions, I'm not sure even if billions of dollars are being poured into that company just, just to keep it afloat, even though I guess it's still losing a lot of money, like millions. And the reason for that is just the companies looking to the future where there will be just um, like cars without drivers and it's going to be even safer when I go to San Francisco and I was just like going around San Francisco last February and I was just like wondering like there were these weird cars with those big cameras on top and they were just uh, like driving and I then I looked inside there was no one and there was no one inside and I was just like well, what the hell is this <laughs> like just some driving cars where, where did I come and it was around Stanford like that area, San Jose and um, Silicon Valley, and I was like, "What the hell?" So that's the future. And in terms of like what value you're gonna get, that's that's great because even in terms of like it's it's very interesting or very important, I guess, to redefine the role of you as as a human being and just really think about okay, even in the future in terms of AI, it's very important to just redefine the like our lives. What is our purpose? What is our role and, and essentially like all of these different facets because they will be very and crucially important. Um, like there is just this one one thing. It's, it has been mentioned in the book uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And it's that like every single one of us has uh, like the biggest drive that we, of the thing that we really want, want in life is just the feeling of importance and being important. And like, for me personally, definitely... Know that that's true for me because like that's gonna even the reasons where I, when it, like when I was growing up I wasn't important at all. I was that, that weird kid um, that just was interested in traveling and just wanted to be an actor and um, then started reading books and then get into science and whatever else. But it's just. Help <sighs> <Hope> me, me. <laughs> I'm just like, so tired. I I forgot what I was speaking about. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Self-bearing horse. So that's the future. I mean, it's just it is just gonna be here way way faster than many people think and in terms of like just really finding finding a way yeah, determining the the reason for your life, I, I ended up there. Or just like really thinking about yourself, the importance. You you're you need to find this sense of importance or even me, I was really hooked to trying to be important, to, to doing stuff to be important, to just like going to a to luxury taking car like driving luxury cars or whatever. I, I did that. And I felt important for a bit, but then I realized, like, okay, it's a never-ending game. Like, once you're going to drive a Lambo, then you need to drive a Bugatti just to be cool or, yeah, I don't know, like, just live in a villa or whatever. And it's never going to end. And it's just an empty empty place. For me, it's all about the people who are there. And that's the reason why. I, I, today, I saw my dad after a few weeks. And I was just, like, so freaking happy. And even it, when I read, retrospectively thought about it, like, whatever happened, whatever I. I drove or been wherever I've been, I just feel happy whenever I was with my dad. Why? Because it's a relationship that I really value. Or with my sister, I just go with my sister. It's great. I just like that. Or I've been with my friend. Great. We had a great workout on Saturday uh, last week. It's just, ah, that was great. I really enjoyed that. So, the importance, like what's really important, your importance. And even in terms of like looking back at us, 10 000 years ago which is in that far away when we were living in these weird communities like your survival was kind of based on your hierarchical situation within the like group where you were um, living and based on that you were really trying to improve your hierarchy by any means necessary and that's the reason why like for example now every single person wants to elevate his hierarchy, like like identity of the person who he is and just really try to flex flex on others and many like there is even this quote by Will Smith that many people are just buying stuff that they don't really even want and also that they don't even have money to buy just to impress other people who don't even care about them and, and that's like that's that makes sense and just like, even me, I just realized that I was just doing so many, many things and so many activities just to impress other people. When in the end, it doesn't really matter that much. You should be primarily doing things because you actually like them. And that was a big realization for me, even in like three weeks ago. And I'm, I was still kind of going through, through that, that. Okay. What are actually the things that I'm really enjoying and when I'm really feeling feeling the most blow and what I'm really like, what I'm, I like to be doing and, and like answering these kind of questions. I really think that they pose very good questions. So, um, artif- everything is going to be way greater. Um, even if in terms of I, I, for example, personally feel we should even progress with artificial intelligence and let it become super art, like super artificial intelligence, because then all the problems like cancer, um, health problems construction problems, whatever, like all the problems will be solved way faster because the amount of iterations that that super intelligence will be able to make will be way bigger than us as a collective humanity. And then the next thing will be essentially just thinking about us as humanity of how we are going to become the next version. If you look at us, it's, we are just part of the, hum- of the human evolution. Like before us, there were these um, we are homo sapiens sapiens. Before us, there were homo sapiens. And before then, they were like Homo erectus, and um, I'm not sure what else. <laughs> I learned that in history ten years ago, uh, but those kind of people, like like we evolved, and we're gonna evolve once again, and it's, and it's gonna happen way faster than we think. We are way more intelligent. We are we are like f- better creatures in many aspects, and now it's just all about. Um, all about how we're gonna get there. So, even in terms of like fitness, like 100 years ago, it was uh, 1922, 1923, fitness, like gyms weren't around. And now it's like a huge industry. Everything is booming. Like even aircrafts, 100 years ago, aircrafts were very basic. Now, like, I mean, look at aircrafts today. So, all the things are kind of changing and um, very fast. And it's gonna be even way faster. And utilizing artificial intelligence for that is great. In terms of like you, what you should be focusing on in my terms of what I'm even focusing on myself is just like really essentially mastering certain crafts and then really finding the thing that you actually love doing. And for me, it's personally learning. And I just like to learn new stuff and I like to create new stuff. And maybe, maybe one very great um, realization that I had and based on even like just really meeting very high level individuals, billionaires and like the best sports people in the world like yeah from bodybuilding from other sports as well it's just like slowly realize that like firstly you're not that different than they are and secondly that regardless of how hard you try regardless of how much wealth you accumulate like that's at least my perspective regardless of how many other achievements you have you will never be that extremely significant or you, you will never amount to that much yourself as a person uh, because everything great takes more people and more people who are working collectively on certain things that are have the potential to create something bigger and greater for everyone involved. So... And th- this kind of like makes makes it even the decision making kind of easier because even if you will really think about that, I, I'm taking this from Alex Romosi because he was really speaking about that and it's, it's a very great example. Like for example, if you look at the Queen of England and her pers- her passing away. Now it's year that she kind of passed away, and if you look at it, like you, you pretty much didn't even think about her. You don't read about her in the uh, in the news, and she was, I guess, like more wealthy. And like more significant than maturity like ninety nine point nine 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 percent people will ever be and in terms of what that means is that regardless of how significant you try to make any um lasting positive impact on the on the world in the future like regardless of how hard you try essentially like everything will will vanish in the future and even in terms of like spreading your genes with children like okay if you have a if you have a child with a woman that is like 50% yours and like it's it's just like 0.5 to the power of 2 and to the power of n and the higher n goes like the more generations go like it it gets it it will eventually get to zero so that the 10 generations later those people will have so little to do with you then that they (laughs) almost won't be you. Uh, so this kind of like really explains, explains the question of what are we actually trying to do here and yeah what, what's like really the reason for this like just essentially like finding the reason for your life i guess that that's really great once you find it then pretty much everything else is solved But i even like me personally i like to venture out on these different kind of mental pathways of really trying to figure stuff out and really think about stuff critically, because then it like really shows you that many many things that you really thought about were um, important, aren't that important at all. And on the other hand, many things that you didn't think were important are more important than anything else. And that's maybe like one perspective. And the second perspective is just not being afraid in terms of what's going to happen, because there are many things in... in Like you have your internal field and you have the external field. Your internal field. You can, you can, from a certain degree, um, influence that. The, yeah, the scope of your influence and the scope of all the things that are not in your influence. And this is a great concept that kind of might help you or enable you to feel better about many situations that are happening in your life. The first one is like scope your your of your influence. That's, for example, you your habits, how you sleep, what people you interact with, how hard how you study, how hard you work, how you behave to other people, that, and those kind of things. And you can influence that. You can influence that. You can say, tell yourself, okay, you can just tell yourself, like, you've been very bad with speaking to other people, so you will just start interacting with them better and giving them more compliments and listening to them more deeply with active lef- listening or whatever. On the other hand, then you have... Um, like the scope of all the things that are not in your influence. For example, what's happening in China today, or what are what is gonna the Chinese president do, or what's the U- United States president's gonna do, or what um, kind of yeah, solar storm is gonna be there. Whatever you can really influence that. No matter how hard you try, how whatever you do, you can't influence that. And what like Canada. The thing that's really giving you power is that you, regardless of what's happening on the outside, you always have the decision. You have the power to make a decision of how you're going to react, and that's that's actually the thing. That's the power that you have, and it's really freeing because, like, you throughout life you will definitely get into situations that you've never even thought you would get into, and that will not be comfortable. But what you have the power is is to just make a decision of how you, are you gonna actually react. That's not given to you. You you have a free will to choose that. And I guess those kind of opportunities are really great. Uh, you just really decide about what kind of person you want to be and even like to make a free decision about what you wanna create. Yeah. Um. So that was that was I guess again about AI. And one more thing that what I like to add is that even the the different kind of company that Elon Musk has, uh, Neuralink. I really feel that there is a great potential in this, because I didn't really share this anywhere before. But like that's just my personal perspective. That it, that company, if you don't know, specializes in implants into brain, which kind uh, of it's it's a chip, mini computer that's implanted in your brain, and it helps, for example, people who have um, problems with their spine and they can walk to start walking again. And the second, like, and I guess, like, that's level one. They should already start doing human trials very soon. That they have already proven concept that it kind of works, and they need to still elaborate on that. And the third, the the second thing is that actually, like, even in the future, there's a huge potential on this to, um, just even revolutionize the way how we learn as people. Like, imagine, imagine this. I guess it's a huge sci-fi, but I'm, I mean, I'm. It, I just want to speak about that because it genuinely excites me as a person. Currently, people are being um, like just there's this classical education system where you at the age of five start to go or maybe at the age of four or three start going into kindergarten and then at the age of, let's say, twenty two or maybe twenty-four, you get out of college either with a bachelor's or master's degree and you're ready to contribute positively to the workforce. Great. This education and personal development and everything else takes nineteen years, maybe even more. What's the actual thing here? Um I really feel that with those those kind of methods as um like Neuralink, you will be able to upload information into your brain fast and even skills and like just break certain kind of belief patterns. And that's gonna be like the next level of everything. Imagine that you don't know how to code. You don't know how to code and you want to learn how to code in JavaScript and and this, this, this. And now imagine that there would be an online, kind of like a platform where you would be just able to download like a file. Or, or something like, imagine if, or imagine, and I'm not sure if you've really been or lived in this this time, but in the past you had these CDs or DVDs, or I guess like CDs. And when you bought a game, I played game. I was kind of playing a lot of games when I was young, but you had just these games and you just take the game. And you plug it into the computer and then it's like you download it. Like you download a com- game on your computer and then you just run it and the, the game runs. And essentially, I really feel that that's something that could happen with um, like just learning different kind of skills. Like instead of studying programming or something, you're, you might just um, go on the internet or somewhere else in a store and just buy a chip with programming skills implemented there. It might cost you like, let's say, 100 bucks. Then you just go... And you plug yourself um, and you plug the chip inside your head and immediately either you re- reboot yourself so you fall asleep and you get back and you just know how to code and you have all these experiences and you remember, okay, like this is how I should do that and you just start writing. Or you connect your brain to artificial inte- intelligence in the next 10 years, which would mean that you would essentially have all the, like imagine a person who would have IQ like 10,000 or IQ 100,000 um, I guess like imagine that like that that that's income. You would be able to see behind the the edges, see behind the walls, see through the walls. You would be able to like, just I mean invent so much crazy stuff. And even for me as a person who is highly, I guess I can describe me as that. Like I just love reading books and um, who is highly mentally stimulated by mental concepts and practical applications just having that kind of ability to being a superhero and just create stuff on a much bigger level I guess, like that's the ultimate thing of creation just that would be the best thing for me and for everyone else if you would limit the negative consequences i guess like that's just the main thing here that if you look at our next few years we just need to really limit the negative consequences that we could possibly experiment experience as humanity and if we limit them then everything else will be kind of fine um but that's kind of like a bit limit here other than that we were exploring moon we were just really kicking things in and i guess like that's one thing and even in terms of my vision and this i just really want to contribute to the education because if i educate other people it's like no matter how significant i try to be no matter how big of a thing i really try to create if i am able to (laughs) literally like not literally but um, inspire other people to just be inspired about the same things. Uh, then, like my impact amplifies, and not l- linearly but um, exponential. Which means that eventually, what movements, we are able to impact tens and 100,000s of people, and in a good way. I really feel that like that. I'm just like, essentially, if you think about that, I'm I'm just like, literally recording podcasts and, and everything else to just because of the sake of like these things actually interest me and I'm like deeply passionate about them and, and that's kind of like the level of passion that you're recording podcasts after working 14 hours a day um, and yeah it's at, at half past three, uh, half past two a.m. every single day. So yeah, it's just about finding the, actually the thing that you, you're really excited about and even if, in terms of like really being super clear about that, I guess even in terms of me, I was just like, what are the kind of videos that you're really always watching? And this they, they was the thing that I always was interested in. And then it kind of like, okay, what are the other things that you've been always interested in? And then the, like all of these things are slowly starting to get together. For example, for me, I always loved acting. I loved speaking in front of other people. I loved traveling. I loved um, exploring. I loved learning, even though I. It's weird. I love learning, but I guess like majority of everything that has been inside me has unlocked only once I left Slovakia as a country and left um, many kind of relationships that I had before. I'm not really saying that those people really did anything bad to me. I just like, I guess um, (laughs) those were just kind of like the things and the sacrifices that I had to make. And yeah... You just, I guess, need to leave the place where you're from, and that's gonna will make the b- biggest difference here. And so, uh, the the future is exciting, and even in terms of me, I'm like just, even I I, I just always have my notebook and I'm like a paper pen and paper. I'm noting down different kind of ideas of so how would be a better able, the best able, uh, to contribute as much value to your. Guys, as possible, and even in terms of like writing down vision for the next seven years, like this is my vision Just okay helping other guys, helping other people just either launch their businesses or, um, kind of become more specific about the things that they want and then just go and crush it and and just really be pro pro, pro humanity. I guess that that's the right word, like just not being, um, my vision, the vision of my life is not being kind of a like rich youth that has made money in a shady way and then just like spend the rest of his life going to parties and like just buying stupid stuff and i mean like that's not the vision of my life Mm, it, it, those are just like that. Those meditations or conversations that you need to have with yourself. Like, okay, you will eventually get to the end of this whole thing. And like, what, what do, you do you really want to be? It's like, are you a person of substance, or are, aren't you a person of substance? Did you actually com- accomplish something that was valuable to you, or didn't you? And if you think that you have a lot of time, then I'm gonna, I guess, disappoint you because uh, in seven, in eighty years, would uh average age of how long people live, the life expectancy, that is around 70,000 hours, uh, 700,000 hours. It's just isn't that that's a lot. You sleep a third of your life. So that means like, let's take 250,000 out of the equation. And now you have 500,000. Maybe you are 20 years old. So let's take another few couple tens of thousands out of that. Or maybe a hundred thousand out of that. You have four hundred thousand. What are you gonna do with that? Like that's your life. Maybe you're gonna be too old. The last twenty years of our life. So let's take another one hundred. You have three hundred thousand hours. You're gonna have family. The like since you're from the age of forty until the age of fifty. Like I mean, like that's gonna be the age, or maybe from the age of thirty until the age of forty. Um, that's the age where you're gonna devote majority of your time to your family. So let's take another one hundred thousand out of that. And okay, what's left? Um, out of all of these different kind of responsibilities that you're going to have, you have like 200,000 uh, 200, hours, which is like a defined number. It's not just something that you can inflate. It's not, it's not like money that you actually, okay, spend the money and now, okay, I just made the decision that I'm going to earn more money. It's just something like that. This, And every single day, you have less of it. And regardless of how hard you try, like the, the thing is going down. And... Yeah, it's just like the older you get, the more um, you're going to realize how important time is. <laughs> and um, that's going to then, then make you to redefine all your goals and even the responsibilities that you have and even the t- decisions that you're making, even in terms like, for example, me, I'm always taking that into consideration. For example, right now, if you want to know sneak peeks and insider info about myself, I'm, consider- I'm considering whether taking two years and three ha- essentially maybe like two years which equals to let's say 8,000 hours of my valuable work time and I would say maybe not 8,000 like 9,000 because there's a lot of preparation just to get into the master's program like whether that's even worth it for me or whether me going for actually the things that I know I should, I can contribute most valuable like most value to, that, that's something that that's eventually just going to bring me more results, so yeah, just just different kind of specs, and really thinking about the person who you want to become, and for the sake of becoming the person, not for the sake of flexing for others. Um, I mean, like you're in stages. If you want to flex, do that. Um, do everything. It's just um, maybe I also spoke to a different friend about this, and it there was like a concept that really. Um stick to my mind and really feels that I really feel that it, it still applies, even thinking about it right now when I didn't really think about it for the last one and a half years, it just came to my mind and it's the concept of uh purposes that in, in your life you have multiple purposes, and the purpose is something that you can describe by really feeling that like your intuition is saying that you need to do that, for example, for me it was one of them was just like really somehow getting into um like once bodybuilding, like, yeah, you just I just wanted to go into bodybuilding and I wanted to win championships. And I said, I did that. And then I won that. And then, then like the purpose went away. And I was like, okay, what the hell should I do next? So I that next thing, I got into one of the best universities in Europe. And then I'm like, I'm still finishing it. And studying that, but I mean, like you achieve one thing and then you're searching for another thing. And like slowly, like, okay, you achieve the thing that achieve like very little people. And percentage of people achieved it and you think that that's going to be actually the thing that's going to bring you all the happiness and you're golden for life. But in the end, you find yourself stranded and just like rethinking everything because it didn't really bring you the thing that you actually wanted the most or that you're still in the same place where you start. You're further ahead, you're better for sure, but at the same time, you just um still need to rethink a bit more things. And for, for me personally, it's just like really becoming true to a person who you are, the things that you like, the things that you value, the things, even like your approaches that you have to different things, and then just being fine with that. It's just yeah. like, um, and th- then in terms of, like maybe if you have certain problems, that this might be also a good good idea, like just maybe a different perspective. If you think that you have big problems in your life, just... Really think about this—that you're just a little speck. You're just one of eight billion people, and if you just zoom out, this kind of gives you perspective. There is even a video about this on YouTube, and you just like look at yourself. You zoom out, and you see the whole world, and you're one of eight billion people, and you see it from space. And if you just look at the world from space, it's just like you imagine that okay, we're this one speck of culture and trees and everything else, people floating through space, through an incredible speed, rotating around the burning bowl in the middle of vastness, <laughs> absolutely nothing. So like then you're going to realize how freaking weird this is. And just the ability that we've been able to create these kind of things and even this kind of structure from something that was so unstructured and so chaotic, uh, from cells running around, from sharks swimming in the waters, from like salamanders, and whatever. We've been just able to create this. It's just so incredible. And... If you just then zoom on maybe more that you have solar system that you have, actually like we we live in in a very like in our own galaxy which is the Milky Way there are like hundreds of thousands of different stars even millions and hundreds of millions of, of stars, and then you just zoom out and you you see that actually this one galaxy like the Milky Way just one galaxy out of like another hundred million uh, galaxies or maybe even more which have another like trillions of of planets and and solar systems and everything else and then you just like look at the whole picture and just think about i mean like every single time i was really watching the video even now i have goosebumps i just like really told that okay what's the freaking vision of this like where are we really spending spending from or uh, stemming from and what's even the reason for this and like eventually like you just really think about that and what's the goal of everything is continual evolution i guess uh, because no matter how significant you want to be in the throughout the history of the age you won't be a significant person because in 2000 years from now people are going to be <laughs> uh just looking back at us and gonna be seeing like, okay year 2023 this was the year when nothing significant happened great that's a uh, or maybe 2022, that was the first artificial intelligence thing that happened. Yeah, um, no, nothing really significant will happen. Um, so, yeah, it's just like, really becoming clear about this and zooming out and looking at the whole galaxies and everything else, like just we're a speck of dust. And if the whole entire galaxy of ours with hundreds of millions of planets and solar systems and everything else is just a speck of dust, then I mean like your problems and the problems of all the people around the world are just nothing. And when you really approach problems in this this way, then it just brings you way more newer perspective and even like more freedom. Like, okay, you really start thinking that OK, these things or what he matters about me or what he matters or what what he thinks about me starting a business or what he thinks about me traveling the world does not really. Ca- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he thinks about, like if, what other people think about me actually staying and, and like just finishing my master's degree. I just don't really care. And that that's, I guess, the real freedom. You just decide how you're gonna spend your freaking hours. It's <laughs> just you have cash. Imagine, like, that. that's the same thing. Maybe in terms of hours, like, imagine you have $10,000 $10, and you come into uh, maybe a candy store, or maybe let's say in, yeah, candy store. Let's say candy store. And like, you will spend these $10,000. This is given. But just your decision is which kind of candies. Or which kind of like yeah maybe not candy store maybe like a normal store and you're you're uh yeah whole, like let's say Costco, um a whole wholesale store and you, it's just about you about how you spend this money what activities you spend it on maybe you're gonna spend everything on sweets which another. <laughs> maybe in retrospect and in a metaphoric way would mean that you will spend your life just watching TV and being disengaged and like just being angry at everyone else that they are actually not treating you significantly because no one really cares about you which is like essentially true because (laughs) we are just living in this speck of dust and everyone is pre-consumed and over-consumed about his own problems but at the same time it's just Um, Yeah, and on the other hand, you could just go and actually spend the money on, for example, technology and maybe maybe some other positive stuff that you're actually going to buy something that's going to be beneficial for you. And this in retrospect might mean that you actually invest some part of those 700,000 hours into something that's going to be beneficial for you and something that that you're going to enjoy. Like, for example, you're going to learn a new skill. You're going to become the best in the world in marketing, as as is the uh, goal of mine. I guess, and you're just gonna master these things, and yeah, I guess that's it. So I hope that I gave you a bit more perspective on many things. I really <laughs> believe or wish that I've someone like I uh, that I've I've had like someone like me back when I was growing up, because like a lot of things weren't going go right, and I feel uh, I really felt that I was just cornered into a situation where I didn't really want to be just to please other people, and. Yeah, I guess, like, hopefully this, this helps at least one person, then my goal will be fulfilled. And with that being said, it was great speaking to you. And if you have any questions, if you have any remarks, feel free to shoot me a message on my Instagram, jacob.barte. And with that being said, have a great day and catch you later.